Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Film Club Podcast, where the movie couple sits around and talks about movies. I'm Dean. I'm Boo. And we're talking about movies. And what movie are we talking about this week? Today we're talking about Godzilla 98. Yes, but um, something seems different about this episode. I don't think we're alone. Oh, I don't think we are. Oh, we, we have guests this week. <laughs> we do. The, the hey, guys. Oh, hello. Hi. <laughs> What's going on? The, this is the first episode we have done that actually has a guest. Guests, act, plural. There's more than one. Uh, we have Reggie, who is a connoisseur of films. He, he works at a movie theater. He writes about films. Uh, I've seen this man head kick a critic before. It was amazing. Uh, Impressive. Yes. Reggie, why don't you introduce yourself? Say hello to the people. Hi. Hello. I'm Reggie. Nice to meet you all. Yeah, nice to be here. And then we have Greg, a best friend for years. Know way too much about this guy, but he's also really cool. Greg, how are you doing? (laughs) I'm doing good. And you guys? We're good. Good. You forgot to mention the light of your life. My my life partner, you know. The wind beneath your wings. Uh, We're going to dance to that at our wedding. We agree not to talk about this. <laughs> but yes. We signed no contract today. But the reason we brought you guys in today is because we are talking about a movie that you two seem to be experts on. I guess for the people who can't see you, you are wearing Godzilla t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of you brought your Godzilla hat, fully repping the gear. Of course, gotta represent. So, uh, what Godzilla movie are we talking about this week, Boo? Uh, like earlier, I said we were talking about Godzilla 1998. I assume you guys uh, enjoy the film, really internalize it. Maybe it's your favorite Godzilla film. So, well, it's um an interesting one, that's for sure. <laughs> it's a movie. Is I... it Kino? <laughs> yes, puro Kino. <laughs> Beautiful Kino. It's just Keen. It's Keen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, oh. Not even Kino. <laughs> but yeah, um, I guess before we get into the movie proper, because I. Me and Becky, we're not Godzilla people. I watched the first one and the oh yeah, that's right. And the 2014 one, yeah. Me and Greg went to go see the first one at the Frida. Thanks you, for the invite. <laughs> I didn't know. I was there too. Yeah. Thanks. Sorry. Well, <laughs> but yeah, but we're not Godzilla people, and we wanted to talk about this Godzilla movie because I I don't know anything about this movie. Why does this movie exist? But I want to know when was the first time you guys ever saw the movie. We'll we'll start with uh, Mr. Reggie over here since you are sitting across oh, from yeah. me, so oh. it's easier. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, well, um, I'm like um somebody who's always loved Godzilla, who <laughs> loved it as a kid or whatever. I saw this movie in theaters, and I was so. Are you allowed to swear in here? Oh fuck yeah! Absolutely, okay, excellent. Yeah. I was so fucking pumped for this movie or whatever. Yeah, and you're, so you're not a family podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good, good, good. That, I, that's how we roll. <laughs> um, so yeah, well, funny enough, so dragged my family to it or whatever. Couple friends or whatever. Yeah, we were all excited. We watched the movie, and um, and then I was just like, oh, yeah, that happened. You know, like I mean, you know, like, I guess I like you know, as a kid, you know, you don't. You're not a film critic, you know. You don't know what's all going. You can't really take your screen. That's right? It. Yeah, exactly. You know, like oh, it's a movie, and I watched it. You know, so yeah. <laughs> I, I I like that. Even as a child, you're like, I, 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 do I have to like this? Is this a Phantom Menace situation? Do I have to like this? <laughs> uh, what What about you, Greg? When was your uh, first time you saw the movie? I think I saw it uh, once and went straight to VHS. Yes, we're that old. Oh God, yes. <laughs> yes. Um. I had a couple of the toys and a, even a puppet at the time. Oh, the like the hand one? No, it was like a full size Godzilla puppet 
Oh, wow. Yeah, that if you hit a button inside the mouth, it made the roar. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. Yeah, and yeah, as a kid, I used to watch it a lot, and then I stopped. <laughs> Just the sudden, I, I loved it, and then, then I fell out of love with it. Those were the yeah. dark days. Well, once I got older. When, once taste set in? Yes, definitely. Uh, what about you, Miss Boo? When was the first time you saw the movie? Uh, like Reggie, I saw it in the theater and was excited because I love Jurassic Park. I love monsters. I was telling Greg earlier that I actually grew up with my uncle's like original Godzilla toys. So I never really watched the movies, but I appreciated the design of the character. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's go watch Godzilla. And saw it in the theater. And I was like, wow, this is a long movie. And wow, can this please stop? This is not a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm I'm in the Greg canon of this one. I, it was a VHS movie. I probably watched the movie a bunch as a kid, but I could not tell you anything about it because I remembered so little about this movie. Mm-hmm. All you knew was giant monster. That was it. I remembered the Taco Bell ad for this more than <laughs> the actual movie. I forgot about those. Everybody remembers little. that. Or, or the commercial where it's the Godzilla smashes down the T-Rex yeah. skeleton <laughs> and everybody's like, guys, this is going to be bigger than fucking Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. And then it wasn't. Yeah. It was not. Oh, Lord, it was not. Mm-hmm. Um, But I guess we'll... We'll get into. We'll tell people what the movie's basically about. Um, I got the the back of the box synopsis. I copied it directly from a VHS. Ooh, wow! And oh not my. IMDb. Wow. I swear. Where wow! Did you not even the box with you today. I know. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I got it right here, people. <clears throat> uh, so the basic plot synopsis of the movie is: in the wake of extensive nuclear testing in the South Pacific Ocean, the low-profile scientist Nico Tatapopoulos, Tatapopoulos. I think Tatopolis. he's just, yeah, Tatopolis. Tatopolis. Right? Yeah. God damn it. I'm just like the people in the movie can't pronounce his name. <laughs> it's like, uh, you're trying to say a hippopotamus and just keep missing it. Why is that a running joke in this movie, by the way? Why is why did they explicitly name him something that only weirdos would, would remember how to pronounce? <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> quiet, quiet, Greg. Quiet, weirdo. <laughs> but uh, Nico Tapopopoulos... <laughs> Nico, Nico. Is, is, Nico is summoned. Nick is summoned by the U.S. Army to shed light on the mysterious attacks on a fishing ship and the ominous sightings of a gargantuan sea dragon. Before long, a mutated, scaly nightmare in the shape of Godzilla, Gojira, Gojira, a massive and all-powerful radioactive creature, threatens to level the rain-soaked New York City against the backdrop of a crippling bureaucracy and the military's futile attempts to stop the invincible beast from the ocean. Also, Rain Soak City does not describe half of how much rain is in this movie. No. <laughs> it is from minute one to minute two hours eighteen, it is drenched throughout this entire movie. But now it is up to Nico and his cryptic insurance agent Felipe. <laughs> The determined reporter Audrey and her brave cameraman Victor, the, the animal, animal. <laughs> to put an end to Godzilla's reign of terror before it's too late. And that's that's the back of the box of this movie. That's but a big box. Yeah, it is a big I know. Box. It's a big box. Damn. You know, the the IMDb VHS is a very big VHS. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But um, I kind of want to know, like, what were you guys' thoughts? Going into the movie, since I assume you guys haven't seen it in a long time, what was the first thing that jumped out at you when the movie started? Well, pre-gaming before this about this, and I remember 
Because as a kid, you're just like, whoa, wow, Godzilla. Wow, look at him destroy that truck or bite that truck or whatever. Wow, it looks so incredible. And then as an adult, I'm just like, oh, yep, that's 90s CGI. <laughs> this was definitely made in the 90s. Yeah. Oh, and man. hence the rain. Hence, you, It's like the rain is to cover up how bad the CGI yes. is. We, they did that in the new Godzilla movies too, you know? Yeah, yeah, people up there are like, oh, so you don't know notice how bad the CGI is or whatever. I I, I don't think it helped. I I, I <laughs> no. swear did not. when the when you see Godzilla walking through the streets of New York and it's raining, I'm like, I can tell there's no water landing on that thing. That thing <laughs> yeah. is not in the same universe <laughs> as this rain. Like you can clearly tell. He yeah. is dry the bone. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh man, <laughs> he has a force field around him that's protecting yeah. him. <laughs> Bro, he might as well also have instant transmission because he disappears through oh, the good. the city of New York like oh, yeah. three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm like, how do you how how do you lose Godzilla? Yeah, yeah. And they even do the the st- a stupid joke of like, oh, how do you lose something that big? And I was like. Yeah, movie. How do you yeah, exactly. like, ex- explain? <laughs> explain it to me like I'm five. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. I think the you biggest don't... one is when they're chasing him with the helicopters, and right. it's like, okay, we turned this corner because we just saw the tip of his tail, and there's a hole in the building all of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. Know? You would notice a giant hole in a building or whatever. Yeah, and like, or at least yeah. you would hear the crunching of him going yeah, through. Yeah, exactly. Least. Like, and then it's like, okay, open fire. And they fire, and it's just like the bullets are going forward, but the explosions are happening down below. Like, oh, oh, I noticed that. Yeah, Th- there's it, some weird things going on with some of the CGI and the explosion effects in this movie because you can you can tell a lot of this is weird compositing. Mm-hmm. But my favorite is when you see Godzilla jump into the water, that big old swan oh, yeah. dive. It's oh. Like, oh, it's so cool! And then he jumps in, and I'm like that splash. There's there's no like thing like there's no like Godzilla's not entering the water it's just splashing around him and then you can see the digital model just <laughs> shave off as it hits the water yeah <laughs> this CGI was a uh, sketchy at best yeah but going back to that instant transmission the last helicopter being chased and it's all of a sudden Godzilla's underneath it like how did he get there that quick yeah exactly I was like oh did he dig through a yeah. building or whatever and nobody no, like, no- like there was just he's so no. stealthy you don't hear it Giant iguana yeah. <laughs> skyscraper. I paused it and I was looking. There's no horns, and he's just like, Yeah, you're right. And then yeah, he yeah. just goes up. I'm like, How? Uh, look, I've been trying to figure this out because I, I actually did my due diligence. I watched this movie two times. Oh, wow. That's I, I was dedicated to this this podcast. Dedication, or is this times. secretly your favorite Godzilla movie? <laughs> For the longest time, it was the only Godzilla movie I ever saw, so by default. But because you mentioned giant iguana and like the opening credits are explaining, gentlemen, because of nuclear testing, mm-hmm. we have created Godzilla and it's a mutated iguana. And I'm like, how? OK, how how is it that we get a mutated iguana? Because I don't know the like the origins of Godzilla. And I guess this will get into like the overarching thing of the podcast is how is this an utter betrayal of Godzilla? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the the origins of Godzilla, like how is how does Godzilla come to be? Is he a mutated iguana? Is he a mutated Komodo dragon? Well, uh, first of all, I do want to touch on that intro because I will say I actually thought this last time I watched it. That intro was like one of the few like okay, th- I fuck with this. This is this is a great scene, yo. This yeah. is great. 
totally at odds with the rest of the movie, what follows or whatever. Yeah. But it's great, you know. They even did a similar intro for the 2014 Godzilla. You know, I, yeah. was, like, I was like, oh, yeah, this is so this is what they were doing. It was so clearly it was that effective, you know. But um, about the um, the origins of Godzilla as a mutated iguana here or whatever, I, I honestly don't know. Like, I haven't read up, like, why a mutated iguana. I can only imagine it's like, well, it's supposed to be more realistic because dinosaurs died off, you know, so they wouldn't be awakened by nuclear testing. So maybe an iguana gets mutated into a giant monster or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, I, get, I guess that's slightly more realistic because at least iguanas are still around. But, I mean, if you're going to have a giant monster around, I just call it the whole hog and have a dinosaur, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like a Godzilla, exactly. Hidden dinosaur somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, like the original. Yeah. Oh, that, that was the original? He was a yeah. hidden dinosaur? Yes. Oh, oh, go ahead. Sorry about that. Well, oh, no. My bad about that. Oh, it's um, all good. In the original movie, he was already there beforehand and then went to sleep and then got waking up from the nuclear testing. That was the original start. And, and the bonkers thing is, he doesn't look like an iguana. He looks like a T-Rex. <laughs> so why don't you make a T-Rex? <laughs> Boo, you made a point. What, what exactly did this uh, Godzilla look like to you? A xenomorph. Oh, yeah, yeah, he does. Like the lake. You're right, yeah. Because that, yeah. I was watching him, and I'm like, you look kind of familiar. And I was like, alien? <laughs> I was like, what is happening yeah. here? Do you pull up like a picture while you're watching the movie and just try and like, overlap it or something? With dramatic music. And I was just like, oh, my God, they're the same thing. Corporate wants <laughs> yeah. you to find the difference between these two <laughs> pictures. <laughs> they're the same picture. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, dude, I'm thinking about it. I get some serious HR Giger vibes from... Try Starzilla now, you know, just like even the spines and stuff, or whatever. Yeah, it's like, it, it, he's always changing in the movie. He yeah. never looks the same way, and right. it's just like you want Godzilla to be your hero of the movie, mm-hmm. and it's just like, why would you change up his features every time we see him? Yeah, yeah. and he has the babies too, and the babies. Oh, the, yeah. the babies were weird because I know it's it's a thing like they were trying to sequel bait, right? Right, right. But it's like, what? Why is it the whole like last? 45 minutes dedicated to um, Baby's Day Out with Godzilla movies. <laughs> like, what is up with this? I don't know. That had to have been a Jurassic Park. They're trying to do the raptors or whatever. You oh, know. Yeah, like, yeah. That just... The movement when they're jumping onto oh, the Frenchmen. I was like, that's a total raptor Exactly, move. yeah, yeah. It's also the only part that they took any inspiration from Jurassic Park and used real puppets <laughs> for the close-ups. That's right, yeah. that's right. Oh, man. Okay, because I actually have a little thing about the, the creature design here. Oh, yeah. I, I, I did research. Hmm. You did? Uh, did Dean not has a whole dossier today. Uh, yes, it's, it's, a ha- it's a half page on my Google Docs. All right. <laughs> because at first, they wanted to use like motion capture. Like They wanted to get a guy in a suit and mocap him for the, for the movie, right? So his movements would look okay. Yeah. And, but then they were like, well, we'd have to find a suit that would fit over the guy to make him look like a monster. And then they were like... Now that looks too goofy. He looks like some dude in a rubber suit. We don't want to do that. We don't want to disrespect Godzilla by putting him in a rubber suit. Oh my god! So, so then they decided. If only they knew. If only they knew. So they decided we'll just CGI the entire thing. We'll go get a a, a this guy Topopopolis. That yeah. Nico? Yes, exactly. Nico. Exactly. Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus. Yes. Uh, uh, the character, the, the creature <laughs> designer, Snuffleupagus, was like, "We shall. I'll, I'll design it to look like this." And they sent it over to Toho, and Toho was like, "What the fuck is mm-hmm. this?" And then they were like, "I mean, whatever. Fuck it. You, mm-hmm. you do you." And right. Then they just they gave him this Godzilla, but it astounds me that the filmmakers looked at it and was like, "Nah." 
we need this to be as far away from a man mm. in a suit as possible. So mm-hmm. as far away from Godzilla as possible. Yeah. That just sounds like somebody who doesn't respect the mid-source material, you know, just has no history, no appreciation, doesn't understand what makes it, what make what makes people love it, you know? So just like, I, th- I had to find the interviews or whatever. But like, I remember, suppose Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerich, the directors, they were doing promotion for the film and then at some point they're like yeah you know what i we never really liked monster movies or whatever we thought they were oh, kind of dumb yeah. you know oh, like the monsters no. meet and fight or whatever like, oh, that's stupid you know why who wants to watch that you know so we wanted to do something different you know and they sure they did in a way they succeeded they did something different but other people liked it. it's an entirely different thing <laughs> and that's the thing that astounds me okay because roland emmerich dean devlin they're like the guys who did all the stuff that made the movie come to come to life right roland yeah. emmerich directed it dean devlin produced it and these guys before this had made like Universal Soldier in 92, Stargate in 94, and Independence Day in 96. Mm-hmm. Are they good are they good filmmakers? <laughs> All right, cuz I I don't know I don't know if Roland Emmerich's a good filmmaker or if he's really good at spectacle. Cuz that's what a lot of like Independence Day is, is spectacle. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's not like human storytelling or anything like this. And this movie lacks human storytelling. Mm-hmm. Or is he a good listener? Because Spielberg told him, do not make this movie. And then he goes and makes this movie, and then we have this. So Could could you imagine Spielberg hot off of Oh my god hot off of making Jurassic Park and he is this year he is he's just releasing Saver Private Ryan, establishing himself as the king of fucking like movies. Hollywood and movies. It's like, bruh, you don't want to do Godzilla. That's a bad idea, brother. <laughs> Well, it's funny you mentioned Spielberg because, yeah, like, a Spielberg Godzilla movie, I would be there. Oh, First off, oh, I would yeah. be there for that. I would so be there for yeah, that. that would be and, really interesting. But it's just, it reminds me just, again, just drives home how hard these people were trying to do Jurassic Park. Even, like, the score, there are moments when he, he Godzilla comes, he goes to eat the fish or whatever. And oh, just, like, stare- he's just walking. That's yeah. a lot of fish. Yeah, that, that's a lot God of, yeah, that's a lot of fish, you know? And he's just, and they're just staring at him, like, whoa. So majestic, like the scores, like trying to get all sorry and all John oh, Williams like, or whatever. Mm-hmm. See the dinosaurs yeah. in Jurassic Park, exactly. Like the yeah, exactly. And then just moments like that or whatever, you could really see them trying to go for that awe-inspiring Spielbergian Jurassic Park thing or whatever. And it, it's just like, show your work, movie. Show your work. It does not that it's we're not falling for that or whatever. You yeah. have not earned this moment, you know. It it really does feel like they are trying to have their cake and eat it too they're mm-hmm. trying to be this oh we're being a disaster monster movie but we also want to have awe and whimsy like a spielberg jurassic exactly Park. and yeah. i mean they steal from spielberg with jaws too you know it's like oh yeah it's, you know we're, we're not seeing the monster we're just seeing destruction we're seeing right. you know just little glimpses of him and it's like bro did you just go through spielberg's catalog and you know i'm gonna take from this we do use or, a little bit of that or, right. or, or the directest uh reference we're gonna need bigger guns yeah <laughs> oh my god right right, right. Oh, oh jesus i forgot about that also do you like how the guy who comes and picks up nico from chernobyl is dressed exactly like the nazi from uh raiders oh, of the Lost Stars? Right. Wait, I, what yeah the guy in the background because it's the it's the cia guy and the guy oh, right behind him with then, the umbrella is dressed right. exactly like the nazi from raiders oh, of the lost Stars. he probably just got off to say it's like oh god i gotta go yeah. <laughs> got the umbrella just go 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 oh but that's that's the thing about this movie because this movie really does not want to be a godzilla movie and it's pretty obvious mm-hmm. throughout and it's like why in the world did roland emmerich and dean devlin want to make this like so you guys you're godzilla fans right 
if you if you were given the reins 1998 to pick a director to make a Godzilla movie, who were you picking in 98? Yeah, well, if, again, for an American Godzilla movie, I mean, I think we'd answer the question. Spielberg, you know, yeah, like, he's just, time, yeah. yeah, I can't think of anybody else who would be who would do it well. Any American director at the time yeah. who would do it better? Mm, yeah, I can't think of anyone at the time. Maybe if it, we held off on '98 Godzilla into later Godzilla, uh, maybe James Cameron. Oh yeah, that that'd be good. Too. That's yeah. an idea. Yeah, yeah, I would be interested in that. What, when did Titanic came out? In what ninety seven? I think so. Okay, so actually, yeah, if we waited till like two thousand and had him, that that actually lines up pretty well. Yeah, man. Granted, now you're looking down like our director fee is like half the fucking movie budget now. <laughs> like, oh, let's yeah. be real here. Because <laughs> yeah. I know Roland Emmerich and Dean Devlin, they weren't the first people to come on. The first director to come on was the guy that directed um speed and twister uh okay. god what the fuck was what the fuck was his name uh oh john de de Beyant? john de bont going with john de bont de bont john jan going jan. with him yeah he directed twister and speed in like 94 and he was brought on originally to do godzilla back mm. in 92 that's when they bought the rights from toho which i don't that that couldn't have been better, right? Could you imagine ninety two so. CGI on this movie? Oh wow! Oh Jesus! God, I just let's just bring down the whole tone of the podcast right exactly. now. Ninety two Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah. So, uh, where else do we want to go? Go from here because this movie has a lot of weird shit going on in it. Like half the cast is from The Simpsons for some reason. Oh and yeah, I don't know that's why. right. I was noticing that. Yeah. Like hey, um, Harry Shearer, uh, Ned Flanders, uh, Kent Brockman. He's doing his Kent Brockman voice here as the, the new That's reporter, what I love. You know? I was like, wow, we get to see Kent Brockman live. Exactly. <laughs> and he's a total douche. Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> exactly. And then and then Hank Azaria, of course, you know. Yeah, and Na- Nancy Cartwright's in it for like oh, yeah. one scene for that's some right. reason. Yeah. But we've got Mo consistently throughout the movie. Mo's yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, that was like, who was his? Who's this voice? He does this voice before. I didn't think Mo. Yeah. 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 I actually wanted to hear what you guys found was weird and everything like that. Oh, um, God. Everything. Yeah. I mean, I'm with Reggie where I really appreciated the opening of the movie. That felt the most like a Godzilla movie. And then we jumped to Worms. And I'm just like, <laughs> Worms in Chernobyl. And I'm like, what are we doing? I mean, granted, going into this, I haven't seen it since 98 in the theater. So I only remembered like the gumball scene when the. The oh yeah, Godzillas oh, are falling all over the place. So I'm like, okay, maybe it's not as bad as I remember. And then I was just like, oh no, it's it's as bad as I remember. <laughs> but it was a nice walk through the '90s. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, why do they bring Nico to this? Because he's an earthworm expert. And then they're like, well, he's a nuclear scientist. I don't know what exactly. It was physicist like, or something. He was a some, not a nuclear scientist, but he was a scientist studying like. Well, is it the effect of radiation affecting yeah, like on like, worms. the worms? Or in animals in general. Yeah, because this is going to sound really mm-hmm. nerdy of me because I remember <laughs> it. Oh. He explains that the earth, the terminal earthworms grew 14% in size and they're not supposed to be that big. I'm just like, <laughs> why does it <laughs> matter? Well, but, well, that's a lot of science. he's like oh, the <laughs> expert in that field. So it's just like, oh yeah, we got to bring Nico to... Stop out of this. Nico snuffle up, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yes. To our secret military thing that we got to find this giant iguana. That might, might, might or might not be radioactive. Yes. Well, 
why why was he the number one pick by the U.S. military? We need the worm guy. How? Yeah, I'm. I don't know. Like, cause I well, I know <laughs> peripherally. I'm not a scientist, but. There are, you, um, you play one on the internet. Oh yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, I do a very good job of it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, like there are, um, it's there are very specialized fields within science, you know, and there are only so many people working within fields, you know. And like, you just think of scientists, like, oh, scientists, they know everything. Where I was like, no, they do not. They will, they will tell you. Like, I don't know how many other worm nuclear worm experts there are in the Godzilla ninety eight universe, but yeah. yeah. So it's to me that's not too far fetched. Right? Like, okay. We need to find this someone who knows about nuclear radioactive animals. This guy might be the only one, or maybe there were other people and they weren't available or whatever. You know, I, I mean, they have Kathy Griffin on set. You know, she's there for some reason. Why, why is it that everyone in this movie is either a sitcom actor yeah. or a member of The Simpsons? Because it's the nineties. Yeah, nineties. Yeah, because yeah, it was right. a joke even to the filmmakers. For a year, t- okay. Jokes to the filmmakers. The greatest joke this movie ever pulled was making Siskel and Ebert mayor oh, of New York City. Yes. Oh my god! And it, not unlike just a one-off cameo thing. It was like an extended like mm-hmm. yeah. like <laughs> the whole movie, just like shitting on them or whatever. I think <laughs> so bad. I think it was because they hated the mayor, like the actual mayor of New York at that well, time. Well, it was. It felt like both because uh, obviously they're like taking the piss out of Ebert and and Cisco or whatever because yeah because yeah. yeah, I think they I'm pretty sure they gave bad reviews to Independence Day so yeah oh like, yeah oh, that's right yeah, I mean, of course the pet we love the pettiness of it all it's great or whatever <laughs> but it also does seem like a attack against Rudy Giuliani who was mayor at the time and I don't, I don't know if y'all remember Giuliani or whatever but he was what, the mayor was he the guy who melted Yes, that's that's right. That guy. That guy. Okay. (laughs) Well, I I know that Giuliani. (laughs) I I know when everyone started hating him. Yeah, he's still around. Yeah, he's still with us, unfortunately. But he (laughs) slowly melting like a candle. (laughs) (laughs) But he was the mayor when 9/11 happened, and um, and for a while he was like he was America's mayor. He was like super beloved or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then uh, he kind of like beclowned himself or whatever, you know, kind of discredited himself, you know. Giuliani discrediting himself? (laughs) No, I would never. Oh, yeah. ruining his legacy in one fell swoop! <laughs> All to advance How his political career. <laughs> and like, so his well, a big criticism of him, it felt like he was exploiting nine eleven for political gain. And in this movie, three, uh, three, he had three, four years, three years three before, years. before nine eleven. At the, the mayor, the whole time he's like every little development, he's like trying to triangulate. Okay, how can I make this work for me or whatever? Oh yeah, that's right. Because even at the end, he's like, I got it. The mayor defeats yes. Godzilla. Exactly. Like, it, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, I was like, dude, that that's a total Giuliani, America's mayor on 9/11 or whatever, you yeah. know. And like, just like, damn, like, so in a weird way, the mo- like, an, an, uh, the a movie weird rare hit weird. for the movie, you know, strike one for the. Hit. I I mean, I was just gonna say like. Man, why the fuck Siskel and Ebert in here? Now we got on 9-11. Exactly. This is weird. <laughs> there's layers to this movie. Oh, it's, yeah, it's like an onion. Yeah, and it's making me cry every layer we go in. And it stinks oh, like shit. Yes, it does. But that's the thing. Like, the, the Siskel and Ebert thing, Like, I kind of get it. Like, okay, they're petty, and they're like, oh, Siskel and Ebert, oh, we're going to take the piss out of you guys. But then they don't do anything throughout right. the movie. They're just like there for some reason yeah exactly like most politicians they're mm. just there right and so and they don't know what they're talking yeah. about <laughs> ladies and gentlemen welcome to the politics podcast <laughs> and godzilla for president 2024 and the funny thing He's is got my pe- vote. the funny thing is people brought up the point like dude 
You got these critics you hate in your movie about a giant monster. Why don't you have the monster eat them or whatever? Exactly. And he, he, even Ebert said that in his review. Like, they named a mayor after me, a character after me. Why the hell didn't they have Godzilla eat him or whatever? You know? It's like, yeah. did you not watch Jurassic Park? The dude that gets eaten while sitting on the pot? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, man. I was, I was waiting for that to happen. And that's the thing about the movie. It feels like it's setting up jokes or it's setting up story beats. And then it never like pays them off right yeah because we we have the thing like you mentioned earlier you know uh, that's a lot of fish <laughs> did, did you know that we're gonna set up the fish and then godzilla's gonna run away get chased by helicopters and then get away <laughs> and the military the greatest military on earth are like gentlemen i have a plan we are going to do the exact same thing with more helicopters <laughs> and it will end oh. the exact oh, same way and we'll try it again that was oh my God. that was just so stupid. It's like, okay, we got three helicopters the first time. How many do we need? Yes. And like, I remember the first, like when they first start shooting at Godzilla in the at that first fish scene or whatever, he just ducks, you know, and just <laughs> goes right past him. And they're like, oh my, oh shit, oh my God, at the building, <laughs> at the I, Chrysler building. No. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He yeah. ducks twice yeah. at the fish, and then at the and he, he doesn't run away. He's like. Ducking, he's like ducking in place. I, I duck for emphasis right there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's um, and they're just shooting. They're like, oh my god! I didn't know he could do that or whatever. It's like, <laughs> like he's learning turrets. You know, they move. You can swing it down and hit him. Still, probably he's like right in front of you. He, and he's right in front of them too. It's like point blank. I know, and they couldn't hit him oh at all. Oh. It's like, <laughs> why is this Godzilla so agile? Like, why is this Godzilla? Who was the size at one time of Madison Square Garden, the Chrysler <laughs> building, and also a little bit bigger than a taxi, is able to be so agile when it can change shape so much? What, what is its secret? He, he's radiation. a xenomorph raptor, that's why. He's a <laughs> xenomorph sense. raptor that got hit with radiation. Yeah, exactly. He's definitely not a Godzilla. No. It's magic. It, it is, it, yeah. I want to. So. We've established that this is not a Godzilla, right? Correct. No. <laughs> what is it? Because I I don't know much about Godzilla, but I know that this has been accepted into the this creature's oh, been right. accepted into the canon, kind of. Well, yeah. actually, a very funny story, a very convoluted story. So <laughs> convoluted stories oh, on yeah. a podcast. Yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> clutch my pearls. Look at the hundred other episodes. Oh, <laughs> oh my. God. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, so yeah. Um. So obviously, when the film came out, a lot of people were um, adamant that this was not Godzilla. They're like, "That's not a Godzilla. That's a, a, a monster." Yeah, That's exactly. Uh, I, I quote a guy that um, Steve Rifle, one of the leading Godzillaologists of our time, or whatever. He went to go see it. Guy said that I was like, "That's not. That's not Godzilla. That's a fucked up T Rex, or whatever." <laughs> so, so yeah, that that was a sentiment at the time, or whatever. And that still was. And that wasn't just people on the internet. That was people in toho who worked yeah. like um, actors uh special the, effects artists and stuff you know they were like like d dude they just shat all over us or whatever that that's like why how you know and um so we gave you our child and this is how you treat us exactly we're and, taking him back how exactly dare you? we're taking the kids yeah. so <laughs> so yeah so because of that people are like oh see toho doesn't even accept it as godzilla you know that's that it's something else, or it's it sucks, is what it is, or whatever. And then a couple years later, they, 2004. Right, oh yeah, that's right. You know, yeah. 2004. <laughs> there was another Godzilla movie. Uh, uh, that Final Wars. Yeah, Final Wars from Toho, the company that made Godzilla, and 
this Godzilla appears in that movie, and he's called Zilla. He appears, he fights the original Godzilla, and he gets whooped. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's like very... He's on screen for like maybe two minutes in right. total. Exactly. Well, he got, I mean, great. He got killed by jets or whatever. He There's no way he stood a chance yeah, against no. an actual Godzilla, you know? He got smacked into the opera house and then just obliterated. Like, that's it. So, yeah, like, Even and... Line. And it's a... Uh, was it System of... Who... It's it's a the system of down, I think. At the I think time. it was one of those bands playing all the while. Yeah. So, uh, are you telling me there's a Godzilla fight where bodies hit the floor is just jamming <laughs> the entire fight? I, I wish. This. Oh, oh my word! <laughs> this is, is this the greatest movie. franchise of all time? Does this <laughs> no. beat out James Bond? <laughs> it's a different uh, song, not Bodies Hit the Floor. But it's something. My like fan had early movie, Bodies Hit the Floor. Yeah, <laughs> it's even funnier because. Uh, in that movie, after he gets defeated, even the alien is like, oh, man, I should have used the yeah. loving lizard. Even he's like, oh, yeah, he sucked. Why did I have I put my faith in him or whatever? <laughs> but it's fun. And because in this movie, he's not Godzilla. He's Zilla. And so people are like, oh, see that? And the fans are like, see? He, he's not Godzilla. He's just Zilla because there's no God. They took the God out of Godzilla. Well, Toho, the legal entity Toho, loves Godzilla. But they love their intellectual property even more. Ah. So, uh, legally, in the eyes of the law, that creature that t- TriStar made in 1998, that is Godzilla. And that's why when you buy the movie or watch it on HBO Max or whatever, it's, it's Godzilla. Yeah. Exactly. Because there's no way Toho's giving up that uh, those residuals, that copyright of and course. stuff. You know, exactly. So, and all future... Um, incarnations of the character are just Zilla. So. Yeah, even like the TV show, I think they do call him Zilla at some point. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, and because there was a Godzilla animated series or whatever. Better than the movie. movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love you that show. That I, okay, I knew I knew it existed, but I I, I also thought that, mo- that that show was shit. Like, what, what you're <laughs> telling me, it's good? I'll, no, yeah, it's great. Exactly, really, it's yeah. much better than the movie. Yeah, all the people who hated the movie, they loved the show because they're like, this is what Godzilla is supposed to be, you know? Like, yeah, like, there's monster fights and everything, weird aliens and stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, like, and My mind's just been blown. There's, <laughs> there's, there was good to come out of this abomination? Yes. Uh, okay. That, oh, I have that, to lend you the seasons I have. Of course you have this. Please tell me they're on VHS. No. <laughs> damn. DVD. Ah, oh, damn. Okay, but I, I want to know. So this movie comes out big something. You know, it, it makes money. And they were, like, playing sequels to it. Do you guys know anything about the sequels that were supposed to exist? I heard about it, like, uh, I think, like, four years ago. And they were actually playing, like, from the baby Godzilla that survived. They were actually going to plan him to be the Godzilla with, like, the fire, the military, and all this. Like, it was going to be a true Godzilla movie. And they're, like, we're taking everything back. Like, no. Toho was, like... Sequels? No, 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 no. Exactly. <laughs> sequels for you. So I mean, that's locked in the vault. I was expecting to see a spicy boy Godzilla in this movie. <laughs> and he only blows fire twice. Exactly, yeah. I, I don't even think he blew fire. Well, yeah, he is like his breath, his wind breath, and then Cosmic the car, explosion. yeah, the car, blow, there's gasoline or whatever, and it blows up. Or it's like, oh, so it's like he's breathing fire, atomic breath or whatever. It's like, just give him atomic breath, dude. Why, like, don't, you don't have to get fancy with it, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I like how every all the people involved in the movie were like, look, we have to do everything to seem like we're paying homage to the real Godzilla, but we can never 
ever actually let him be anything at all like an actual exactly Godzilla. yes exactly it makes no sense Reggie, do you have any ideas of anything about oh. what was going on after it? Yeah, well, apparently they had a whole sequel lined up. Like, once the movie Finn wrapped up production, whatever, it was just Godzilla 2. I think, I don't know if it's a full-on script or a treatment or whatever, but it's out. Script. Yeah, it's like out on the internet or whatever. And it's by um, Tab Murphy, the guy who wrote um, Atlantis, The Lost Empire, oh. among other things or whatever. I think he, he might have done Hunchback of Notre Dame also. I'm not sure. But yeah, he wrote this script. And... Apparently, like I said, it was supposed to, like you said, it was supposed to follow the baby Godzilla that survived, and they were going to do what they didn't do in this movie and try to make it more like a regular monster movie. And they introduced, they were going to introduce another monster for Godzilla to fight, uh, this insect or whatever named Queen Bitch or whatever. Yeah. Well, hold, we're, roll it back. <laughs> well, How far back? What was this creature called again, Richard? Make that real yeah. clear for me. Yeah. Yeah. Queen Bitch. Okay. Queen. Yeah. Queen bitch. Just yeah. to give you an idea of what the tone for this movie would be, like <laughs> America needed that movie. Uh, we yeah. we needed that. We've been that film in our in our cultural lexicon. <laughs> I'm speechless. Mm-hmm. No. I, I've heard of Mothra, but I've never heard of Queen Bitch. I mean, I know a bunch. But... Introducing yeah. the newest monster, Queen Bitch. Yeah. Well, I would love to see how they would do the um. The marketing ties, the toy, the merchandising ties for the kids, you know, like how are they going to market Queen Bitch to kids or whatever? Mom, kids are going to for b- Christmas, I want Queen Bitch. <laughs> exactly. Mom, mom, exactly. please, all the other oh kids God, have a that... Queen Bitch. Oh Jesus, uh, the havoc that would have wreaked. <laughs> the kids coming out the ear saying Queen Bitch, Queen Bitch. Somebody's like, I don't want Queen Bitch, I want Bad Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's, right. That's right. You that that. I swear to why is oh why was that in the in the movie? Why was that it in was the nineties? It was it the nineties. And what do you expect? Mm-hmm. We we were in a different age, man. We were <laughs> in a different age, people. Don't be a basic bitch. Buy your kids queen. Yes. Bitch. Yes. <laughs> Christmas of ninety nine. Oh my lord. <laughs> There's a lot to be said about how Godzilla, the creature Zilla, in this movie sucks. But there's some other things that suck in this. Let's talk about the actors oh, real God. quick. Oof. Now we'll 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 start with our our leading man, the All man right. they ear pegged as the hero of this action disaster blockbuster. Guy. Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget. Fucking Ferris Bueller. That's who Matthew, we needed for this yeah. movie. Oh my Matthew God. Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick even said he was miscast in this movie. Do yeah. you think he does a good job in this movie? Do you think he's miscast? I I honestly believe he is. He's not. Like, he plays the scientist part well, but that's about it. Anything else, it's just like, uh, it could have been better. could have been done by someone else. He can't do the action. He can't do the romantic lead stuff that no. he's asked yeah. for in this movie. Isn't Matthew Broderick supposed to be like kind of like a cute, like, boyish character or whatever? You know, and like, I don't understand, you know? Like, I just like, because, I mean, I might not be the best source, but he's not cute or whatever. He's kind of got like a... Peter Lorre, kind of like a. Oh, I thought you were about like, to say Peter he, Griffin. I was like, oh. wait, what? <laughs> that would have been a little savage. He's better yeah. shape than Peter Griffin. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Hey, Lois, it's Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't like it's just because I feel like the character they're trying to do is like Milo, Milo from Atlantis or this cute nerd or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like Michael J. Fox voiced Milo there or whatever. I'm trying to think of somebody who would have been good for this role or whatever. And just, I just don't get that with Matthew Broderick or whatever. He's not. He's not cute. He's not heroic. He's not like, oh, wow, he really, like, inspires me. Like, I really am impressed that he overcame all this 
his own insecurities or whatever to stop this monster and get the girl or whatever, you know? Honestly, I don't even think he even went over his own securities. He was just like, I want to study this creature. And then they kill him. He's like, oh, I'm sad. Yeah. Now. Oh, yeah, exactly. That, yeah. that was it. That, I was thinking that, whole, too. Yeah. That was all he wanted to do was just study this creature. Creature dies. Sad boy. Just like, oh, yeah, woohoo, we did it. Yeah, we're safe, you know? But but on that, I have an expert on cute boys of the 90s. Oh. Miss Boo. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. There we go. Yeah, it, let's hear is it. Is Matthew Broderick a cute boy of the 90s? Yeah, he's cute. I mean, like in a... Let's go to one of ten. It does, is where is he on the where is he on the Skeet Ulrich oh. level? Ooh. Not as cute as Skeet. Not no. No 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 no. Is, is he a Matthew Lillard type? Yeah, somewhere yeah. in there. I, I've learned I've learned this. Uh, uh, Miss Boo scales attractiveness on um, Scream leading men. Oh my god, <laughs> the franchise. Yeah, I watched Scream the other day. Matt, sorry guys, Matthew Lillard is not cute. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said that him and Skeet Ulrich have gotten just better with age. I don't know about Skeet, but Matthew Lillard, I have to disagree. <laughs> hey, hey, he Skeet played like a, a wonderful scoop, uh, Shaggy, okay? <laughs> to this, shaggy. To this day, Boo will look over at me and be like, I just want you to know, if Skeet Ulrich ever hit on me, it's over. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> we're, in, we're in line at McDonald's. Skeet Ulrich ain't coming here. They walk to the door, and I'm like, I guess that's it. Oh, there you it's go. It's over. But okay. I'm going to act like I know who you're talking about and just nod my head. Not many people know what I'm talking about. No. But he's cute, and I, I, I understand what Reggie's going with. You know, it's like, yeah, kind of like the cute, boyish, nerdy scientist. It's like, I can see that. But try to think from the 90s, who else could they have as that, that part? Well, actually, my I remember, because I was watching with my parents, remember, my dad was like, he reminds me of Rick Moranis or whatever. I was like, I was thinking, I was like, yeah, why... Why didn't they cast him? I was like, well, but I know he retired like at some point. Like he he retired, yeah. I think a few years. He retired sometime in the nineties, I think. Right? Yeah. So or he was might in the have 2000s? been retired. Yeah, that yeah. would make that would make sense. Yeah, they probably like, oh Rick, we'll get Rick Moranis. Um, he yeah, took the kids, Little Shop of Horrors, or yeah. whatever. And oh oh, who, who in the Stargate movie who played the scientist in that? I know he showed. Oh, back James a, Spader. James Spader. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, James Spader could have done go. it. Yeah, yeah. That's true. there you go. He has like kind of. That cute, the, it's weird to say that now because you see him or whatever. You, you see him on the office and you're yeah. like, that is a distinguished gentleman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, back in the 90s with the hair and everything, he was cute. And But he was also kind of, you could see him being heroic, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I buy it more than Matthew Broderick, at least, you yeah. know? Yeah, I think the thing, because Matthew Broderick, like, up to this point, you know, obviously he did, like, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. But, like, right before this, he's in The Cable Guy, Lion King, and Glory, right? Wait, and I like Lion King? He's, he voiced, oh, yeah, right. um... Uh, Simba, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, Simba. he was he was the lead in he was the lead in Lion King. He I voiced Simba. Was someone else, holy crap! <laughs> that man was a chameleon style <laughs> actor. Disappears into his roles like Daniel Day Lewis, except in Godzilla. <laughs> but like, Fair enough. here's the thing: Matthew Broderick to me always feels like he's really good in like comedic movies, like right. The Producers or like Ferris Bueller's Day Off is the shadow that will hang over that man's career forever. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and. It really is like, I don't know if he can really do something like this. Because this kind of calls for an action hero. This kind of calls for somebody who can play the romantic lead. Who's Right. I. It really feels like he's somebody who should have been cast in like a supporting role over the lead role here. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. I don't like, but I mean, you're not getting Will Smith for this movie. Oh, no. Like, let's absolutely. be honest here. No, we could have gotten Arnold. Could you? Oh. <laughs> I am Nico Tabinopoulos. I examine worms. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm into a dirty nest. 
Oh my god. Th- this is around the time of Jingle All the Way, Arnold. So he was oh, yeah. he was, oh, he was, oh, trimming, he was yeah. trimming down. Mm-hmm. You know, he yeah. was he wasn't jacked like yeah. you know, I was uh I was Mr. Olympia while I was in college He's protesting the nukes. That would have worked out. He yeah. was protesting nukes. Mm-hmm. They got nukes in the movie. Problem solved. Yeah, exactly. He, that's why Arnold would want to stop Godzilla. He was also affected by nuclear mutation. He became a bigger man. Full <laughs> circle. Yeah. <laughs> but but um. So yeah, that's Matthew Broderick. We also have, in my opinion, the best actor in the movie, Jean Reno as oh, yeah. Felipe Roach. Mm-hmm. Yes. This man walked on set and said, "You know what, gentlemen? Sorry, you know what, gentlemen." I'm going to chew this scenery like a French baguette. It shall be delicious. Because he is every French stereotype in this movie. He really is. is. Also, I just want to take a minute. You play way too much Team Fortress 2 with your spy impression over there. Look, I love me some TF2, and uh, the spy is the greatest character in TF2. Thank you very much. I want that to be noted. I thought it was a scout for you, but okay. And uh, he's, he's... we're going to get to the scout because that is who <laughs> Hank Azari is playing. Yes. The most Brooklyn man to ever Brooklyn. Fair enough. But Jean Reno, like, who's playing French Secret Service? Yeah. Right, right. Well, he's an insurance guy. He's an insurance guy. <laughs> on the side. On, on the side. What, what is what is his deal? Like, is do you think he's trying in this movie? Or do you think he is just rolling around and eating some, eating some scenery? He's hamming it up. Like, I think I, he's hamming it up. I mean, yeah. It feels like everybody's hamming it up in this movie, but for him, I don't know. His ham is—it it tastes good compared to everybody else's. Yeah, you know, I it's accept like it. the best ham that there it was is, in the yeah. movie. It is. It's the choicest ham. And like, I think of like the scenes that really stuck out to me. Well, one of the ones that did stick stick out to me from as a kid was that scene where he meets with a fisherman, the Japanese fisherman, whose boat oh. got attacked by Godzilla, and then he's the lighter. Yeah, but bust out the little lighter. He's just like, "What did you see, old man?" And again, a very intense, effective scene that yeah. doesn't gel with the rest of the movie yeah, or whatever. It's like, yeah, this would fit if it was going down that route, but it's just like they're going down that route and then you turn left. It's like genre, though, half the movie is trying to play like a serious monster film. He's like, I am hunting down Godzilla and I'm trying to stop him for the French have caused him doing a <laughs> nuclear weapons test because <laughs> no way Roland Emmerich would get this made in America if he said the Americans did <laughs> Exactly. And yeah. then he's like, "No, we chew chewing gum because it makes us look more American." I'm like, "What? You are you are half of the time you are the French James Bond, and the other half you are a French caricature. You are Pepe Le Pew, sir." <laughs> well, I mean, is he wrong about the bubble gum? It works. I don't, well, I don't know what you mean. Yeah. Thank you. Thank that, you very much. When I rewatched that scene, I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> Love Elvis. A lot of movies back home. I was like. Yeah. My movies of Elvis are in France. What the? He was the king. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because actually that brings circling back to you said it at the beginning, like you were talking about how the origins of Godzilla here, like kind of like it's almost like a slap in the face to the original. And because here, like I completely forgot to talk about this, but he's not he's not created by new American nuclear testing. He's created by French nuclear testing here. And so um, it's interesting because at that time, there were nuclear tests. The French had been doing their own nuclear tests in the Pacific or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there was actually a lot of um, controversy over that. There's protests. And there's actually this incident where um, Greenpeace, they had a ship or whatever in New Zealand. They were going to go out and protest or ever sail. And it got bombed. Like, not a nuclear bomb, but like a conventional bomb. And some people 
I think at least at least one person died or whatever. I would just like to make a note. Obviously, that's a French bomb. Only one casualty. Pussy shit. <laughs> exactly. Right there. exactly. That wasn't an American bomb. Yeah. Oh yeah. It would just be like a smoldering lace wasteland. <laughs> there was once a fine city here. Exactly. That's fucked up. No. Do you think the filmmakers were like trying to comment on that? Like, I think mm. no. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Thing, right. Some way, right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And like, yeah, it's that's interesting. That's topical or whatever. But it's like really like America. The American nuclear test. It's like you said. It's kind of like a betrayal of the original or whatever. You know, you have a Godzilla movie set in America. And it's the French who are the dastardly French who are the bad guys for creating Godzilla. You know? Yeah, well, at least only they in America fix their mistake by getting rid of the problem. Right? Yeah. Except the problem kind of revealed itself, and it's just like, oh, what do we do? Don't worry, we find a way to kill them. But that's the whole point. <laughs> we can't oh. use a handgun to kill something the size of a building. Well, Ooh. sometimes it's the size of a building. Other times, you know, just a, a big Ford F-150. Oh, right, true. right. <laughs> I'm still so confused about the size of this Godzilla. Yeah, the inconsistencies of the size was oh. weird. But yeah, but um, that that's like genre, no. But we have Miss Boo's favorite character, mm-hmm. the, the favorite actor of this film, uh, Maria Petilio, who plays Audrey. Dude, she's a mess. <laughs> but she was in Chaplin. She was, but it's just like... <laughs> Bro, you just keep stabbing the guy in the back. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why are we supposed to be invested in their relationship? Because it feels like Audrey is like the worst character in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. It, the whole beginning like, oh, yeah, we dated in college. He tried to marry me and I just <laughs> ghosted him. <laughs> no, not just ghosted him. Left in the night. Yeah. She was like, man, he offered up that ring and I was like, I ain't going to be tied down. And just flew away. She was the, the meme of the it dude just flat. like saying peace out and disappearing. That was her. She Homer Simpson, him just backed up <laughs> into the bushes. <laughs> yeah. Or disappeared like this Godzilla. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's better. I, I would have been so I my eyes would have rolled so hard I might have gotten blind if Matthew Brasher was like, Audrey, this Godzilla's disappearing. Just like how you disappeared that winter's night when you left me. <laughs> Did, and he's just he picked it like oh, <laughs> but what 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 is it with her performance in this movie? Because she's been in stuff, you know. She I don't know if she was like a famous actress at this point, but she was in movies. She was in like True Romance, Chaplin. But it seems like she has no idea what emotion she's supposed to have for every scene. Like I don't right. know if she's supposed to act scared or in awe or in love or what it feels like she's in a different movie i think the they just drew the script and it's like just go with it roll improve improv yeah like it just she seemed very immature even for the rest of the movie or whatever like just like she just seems like you're like oh like i don't know what to do i'm feeling so effectual or whatever you know just like like that whole uh threat plot thread of her of them of her friend animal and her his wife telling her oh you gotta be like an animal in this business you gotta be vicious or whatever it's a and doggy then, dog town exactly <laughs> and was... then yeah and then stabbing uh nick in the back or whatever stealing his tape or whatever oh my god he like he, and he's just like hey <laughs> he that was a cool me. yeah exactly it's, it's well like... i never i didn't think he would hate me because like... i stole his tape betrayed his trust not only betrayed Twice. his, not only betrayed his trust, but she stole top secret oh, yeah. military <laughs> information. That's right, yeah. Bitch, he's gonna be on trial for treason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucked up real bad. <laughs> it, 
Fucking journalism. <laughs> <laughs> Greg's like, ah, oh, fucking fake news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But and look, then she was surprised, like, oh, the asshole who's who tried to invite me to dinner took my story. It's just mm-hmm. like, what do you expect? I, li- I like how Kent Brockman in this is an absolute fucking asshole. Yeah. But he's the funniest part about this movie. <laughs> oh, but th- it it's just it just astounds me because I think with with her you can tell right away that Roland Emmerich gave zero direction to the actors during this movie. Yeah. I think off scene or off camera he probably had like you know papers with like oh my God. Uh, emoticons on it, you know. Okay. <laughs> oh, I need her to cry. Cry face. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Confused. Wait. Sad. Briefly happy. That that, con- up that confused the sign was up for a long time in yeah. this movie. Mm-hmm. Just you know, deadpan. <laughs> Twenty minutes. We're still going. We're still going. Okay. Cut. We're good for the day. And then cry like a little bitch, pan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's gonna hate me. It's like hearing. <laughs> That was the worst scene in this movie. Oh, man. Oh. No, the worst scene was when he was like, yeah, you know, I'm pissed off. You know, you abandoned me. It's been eight years. I loved you. And he just like, oh, I forgive you. It's just like, oh, what? yeah, yeah, exactly. And then he's like, you want some tea? And I was just like, I no, know. no. Yeah. <laughs> I that, got green tea. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Matcha? That's the thing about this movie. There's no part of this where I feel any of the human story is interesting or they're even acting human. There's no human connection to this. And I think Roland Emmerich's trying to make Godzilla the star, but Godzilla ain't the star of this movie. Oh, no. So, so like, in the other Godzilla movies, I guess, leading up to this, because the first movie, Godzilla's not, like, the star, right? It's, like, a scientist and it's them dealing with him. But as the yeah. series goes on, does Godzilla just forefront he's he's got you know all the leading part like he is the star of the show it kind of yeah like the emphasis is obviously on it like we think we, the plot there's like human there's a human story always you know but like oh, a lot it becomes increasingly clear that's kind of like window dressing to like oh build up to godzilla you know mm-hmm. and f- the monster fight you know yeah. and um it works to varying degrees or whatever but like here it just does it you know because like uh you just don't care about the human characters you know really no. like and it tries to make you it spends a lot of time trying to make you care about them, but it just doesn't work, you know. So yeah, like um, like well, like you were, like we we're just talking about right now, um, Nick and um, what's it called, uh, Aubrey? Yeah, Audrey. Audrey, yeah. Oh, Audrey's Aubrey. um relationship. You just like narrative dump that. Oh well, we were together and you left me or you jilted me or whatever, you know. I'm just like, dude, I don't care. There's a monster running around destroying the city, you know. Yeah, I gotta care less, you know. That that's the weirdest <laughs> thing because again, it goes back to this thing. Same thing we said earlier. It's a it's a movie that's trying to do two things at the same time and doesn't earn either of them. Exactly. It's, try, it's trying to be the disaster monster movie and it's trying to be this hokey Hollywood romance romance thing. Comedy but it's movie. Com- yeah, it's like yeah. it's trying to be a comedy, a disaster movie, a horror movie, and none of it lands. It's not very funny. It's not very scary. But you know what is scary? Hank Azaria's amazing <laughs> Brooklyn accent. He was like, all right, I got a new lead. What am I playing as? The Brooklyn guy? All right, I'll be back. I'm going to Brooklyn for six months, and I'll be on set by tomorrow. Wait, what? I, Bye. I, I like how Greg looks at Hank Azaria, and he's like, this man studied Brooklynites <laughs> for six months to perfect it. <laughs> the, what, what is Hank Azaria's role in this? He's comic relief, right? Yes. Which is a weird thing to say because it feels like all the characters are comic relief. Right? He's 
the he's the main focus of comic relief. I feel like <laughs> because like the whole time in the movie, he's always cracking jokes. He's always saying like a smart ass. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Him and his wife. Yeah. Yes. He he is the comic relief that never turns off, and I feel like right. every other character is comic relief for one scene, and then they're a scene off. But he's got to be the marathon, man. right? Comic right. relief every scene, <laughs> exactly. So that that's like the the main four, right? That's the big cast yes. we have to right. follow. Yeah. Where, where else do we want to go from here? Any uh, any other things about I this think, movie that got you? Uh, one of the actors, the guy who played uh Sergeant O'Neill, he's not the major military yeah. guy. That's uh, Colonel Hicks. Well, he's like the second in command. Yeah, yeah, he's like on the ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the whole time I see him, he's just like he doesn't know what he's doing. He loses. Like, wait, I'm in the military. That's right. <laughs> that's the other thing the military represented in this movie are they are they all incompetent yes oh oh yes <laughs> yeah yes yeah there's no point in this where i feel like the military represented in this film has any handle on how to defeat this godzilla right this, at, at all well, i mean considering when most of the time you know just... let's shoot our little tiny guns at this godzilla that's bigger than the chrysler building that'll get him Yes. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out he just need a jet to shoot a missile at him and he'll a couple missiles at him and he'll die or yeah. whatever. And one of the most epic death scenes ever. It is. Oh yeah, yeah. The music for that that music score for that was just heartbreaking to me. No, I no, just... your, your suggestion earlier was perfect. Which one? In the arms of the angels. Oh yeah. As he's <laughs> through the water. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Scene. We forgot to talk I about know, that. Yeah. yeah. That that's a major one, right? Because well, he that's... dies a couple of times. Yeah, <laughs> he does. He does. Because we we that's the second helicopter chase. Like they chase him. He's in the water. He dives in and he he blows up a submarine. He cuts right. the submarine. Oh with yeah, the spikes. Spines. Yeah. They they finally get him. Direct hit. He's sinking into the water in a in a beautiful bad CGI death. <laughs> and the arms of the <laughs> dead. Right. Yeah. And then that's when they finally figure out. Oh. He was laying eggs in Madison Square Garden, right? No, this was beforehand. Like, before um, the French and Nick went to the tunnels. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right, you're right. Yeah. But, like, the, why did they have to establish, like, a Godzilla fake-out death at that point? Yeah. Also... Because he comes back again. For he, cinema. Yeah, exactly. He teleported. For, for cinema. They, we, they, we did a beautiful yeah, death. Yeah, yeah. They... they lose track of this dead monster somehow or whatever like they're like that this that stupid throwaway line like oh we've got divers looking for the body or whatever it's like dude how are you <laughs> a dead body a dead body of a giant monster how do you not find it that's the it, hudson river ain't that deep bro yeah, yeah. also <laughs> they're, they're also you know oh yeah we're just gonna go send some divers fish him out of the river right and yeah it's just like, like he's larger don't... than life you yeah. know we got it. It's okay. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. We got Jim's F-150 up at the bank. We got the line for the tow. We're just going to call him up onto the shore and They're, just take him. The, the divers aren't even in scuba gear. It's some jackass and some swim trunks oh and a snorkel. Yeah. He's like, grabs the winch. Don't worry. Me and my cousin go mud and every other Tuesday. We got you. Dive down in there. And you just hear on like some radio. We don't see him. Yeah. How do we not see him? He's a 200-foot yeah. lizard. Uh, well, keep looking. He must be there somewhere. <laughs> I think he died over here. Let's yeah, go. Exactly. <laughs> it, that's a, the logic of this movie is no sense. No goddamn sense. Also, I will go back to a point you made, Dean, about the American American military being incompetent. Our actual military would just kept firing their oh, yeah, yeah, chunks. Yeah. The, and our, they just hit him. 
two times with torpedoes. Direct hit. We got him. Yeah. Pops out the champagne bottles. You know, like at some point they established that the city's been like evacuated or whatever. I think at that point they were just nuked. They would have nuked Godzilla. You yeah. Know? Like I, the, I thought about that when they mentioned, oh, we evacuated. I'm like, is this where we start firebombing New York City? Yeah. <laughs> is it, are we at that point of the movie? You will firebomb New York over my dead body, <laughs> and, and that makes like, that makes Ebert and Siskel heroes of ex- New York City. Exactly. In that yeah. <laughs> oh man! But after the fake out of Godzilla death, I, I really wanted to talk about the the forty five minute uh, Looney Tunes episode we have with the Madison Square <laughs> Garden. Your favorite part of the movie? That was the only thing I remembered. Yeah. yeah. Why does Godzilla have? Okay, I know there's a movie called Son of Godzilla. I know that much about <laughs> That's it. That's right. Oh, does Godzilla have kids? Yeah, he does. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Does Godzilla lay the ace? No. No. So another thing about this movie, God's so Godzilla is not not a not a boy. And he no, it no, says in the movie he is a boy. He's a boy, boy. He is a boy but he's, he's oh. asexual. They say or yeah, he can reproduce asexually. So I think most lizards can. I yeah. looked it up because I was like, "Is this the only movie with a female Godzilla?" And I was like, "No, all Godzillas are male, mm-hmm. but they reproduce that way, like lizards." So yes, because I was like, "Is there like a mommy and a daddy Godzilla?" <laughs> that and would be worse. That's what I was wondering oh. about. Is is there a mommy and daddy Godzilla? To be honest, as a kid, I did think like when they hit him with the torpedoes, like oh, there goes the dad, and then the mom is the one that popped up. The the I, mom jumps out and like uh, eats the daddy Godzilla. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> no, like when you see the head pop out from the Madison Square Garden after they just bombed it, it's like oh, there's mom. Oh and right, she's right. Pissed. That, that would be. Actually, that would have made yeah. so much sense. Yeah. That would explain why they were able to, like, that's why it explained why it's like, oh, this Godzilla's able to disappear and, like, was right. able to get behind him and all that stuff. Because it wasn't just oh, like Godzilla. Oh, and Tyson Chase as well. Yeah. Why is it there only one Godzilla yeah. in this movie? That w- Well, I think that's because at the beginning of the movie, like, after it shows the nuclear radiation and all that, they zoom in on the one egg that survived. Right, but right. But that's mm. it. There should have been two Godzillas. There yeah. should have. Yeah, you, you already wrote a better movie than these guys. <laughs> I know. You know, I should go into filmmaking. <laughs> oh, I'm taking your job. <laughs> oh, no. Dude, that's the thing. Because, like, the writers of this movie, because the, the original writers are, like, Ted Elliott and Terry uh, Rossio, who, mm. they they have some good writing credits to them. I think the same year this came out, they also wrote Mask of Zorro and Small Soldiers. Oh, wow. oh they wrote Small Soldiers? Uh, they also wrote oh. Aladdin and Little Monsters. They were, oh, they're wow. the original really? scriptwriters, right? Dang. Oh. But he, but here's the thing. You think about it and you're like, that that's some pedigree. How the fuck they turned this out? That's because when Roland Emmerich and Dean right. Devlin came on, they were like, oh, eh, I don't like this. This is too much like a like a Godzilla movie. <laughs> right? this, is like, this is too much of a Godzilla movie we've never seen. So right. they decided to go over the entire script and rewrite it and only kept the outline. So only the plot beats from the movie are still in it from their original script. Wow. So you're saying we could have had Archer and the Gorgonites in this Godzilla movie? <laughs> oh my I'm, god! I'm saying, <laughs> Greg, are you okay? <laughs> no, that just blew my mind. We could have had Aladdin in this movie. Oh my! The no, genie, no. the genie, yes, but not Aladdin. <laughs> Bro, we could have Zorro in the. Also, why is there no Anthony Hopkins in this movie? Every every movie could be uh, made better with some Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> That's true. He could eat Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. 
my God, Hannibal Lecter versus Godzilla. Also, oh, we got Charles yeah. Barkley versus Godzilla. Oh yeah. Well, oh my not. God. I, I gotta make a point of this. Dean has been wanting to eat Godzilla lately, and I don't know <laughs> what it is with him. Okay, okay. Dean, explain. What 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 are we talking about? It was like, um, was it about this movie or whatever? I think we're just talking about Godzilla in general, and you're like, <laughs> okay, yeah, you know, blow him up into pieces. And then I eat him, and I'm like, why? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, well, here's the thing. Because yeah, I need context are... on this. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't know what the context was. I might have been a little drunk. So I think we're talking about Godzilla. He stole cone soap. <laughs> we were talking about Godzilla, that like and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Godzilla dies, and you know, blah blah blah. And I'm like, well, there's a whole Godzilla body there. What do you do with that? And I'm like, well, I mean, like you could eat that, right? That's a whole. That's a whole lot of meat. Stir fry Godzilla, mm-hmm. barbecue Godzilla, mm-hmm. fried Godzilla, fried Godzilla, mm-hmm. sautéed Godzilla. Godzilla, Godzilla. There's all potatoes. Godzilla potatoes. Oh Sushi my. Godzilla. So, yeah. I think Godzilla would make a fine addition to any kind of like quinoa salad. All right, but here <laughs> what salad? I don't know. I saw it on a commercial, and I know what quinoa <laughs> salad means, but it sounds cool. Was it fun to talk about, Ed? <laughs> Chalupa, That's all he Chalupa Godzilla, <laughs> Godzilla tacos. But, but that's the thing. Godzilla so th- burger from McDonald's. It's an impossible Godzilla burger. <laughs> you, it's so good you can't believe it's not Godzilla. Because <laughs> at the okay end of this movie, Godzilla, 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 Godzilla dies, right? Yes. And it's like you could eat that Godzilla. You might gain his strength, right? Oh A whole race of New Yorkers that are now double in size because they ate Godzilla. Oh meat. Uh, and then two weeks later, what happened to New York? Oh, radiation poisoning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what happened to New York's you know sewage system? All the toilets are blown oh, out. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but Yo, why are the rats like four foot tall now? <laughs> oh it's a scaven. Yes. Oh, my God. That's the back door to your Warhammer, oh, your no. Warhammer movie. Jesus. The, the, the rats of New York ate Godzilla, oh and now they're giant mutated rat creatures. Okay. Oh Lord. Going on that tangent, though, in the anime series, they do have giant rats. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. They're boys. They're people size. So it's terrifying. They carry people into the sewers. You know, this has been like a, a recent thing that Dean's been mentioning about eating Godzilla, but Skaven, this is like a daily thing that oh I have to hear from him. I don't need to hear about large Ooh. Skaven from Godzilla. Boys, I need to get Netflix on the phone. I think we got an idea here. We got a golden ticket to Hollywood. Oh, man. Oh, unusual size. Oh, my God. That's way bigger than I thought. Uh, it is. I don't even know what the fuck we were talking about a second ago. <laughs> I got on a Godzilla tangent about eating him, and that sounds delicious. And then I went on a two different tangents yeah. at the same it's time. It's probably very stringy, bony. That Godzilla, anyway. The original, oh, that one. That, one that would have been, been like, oh, that would have been a best. feast. Like, <laughs> I like how Reggie's over here being <laughs> like, you're like, OG Godzilla, though. I mean, he got a be, thick. thick, though, yeah. I guess you could say it's a feast made for a king. Exactly. <laughs> king of the monsters. <laughs> king of the monster barbecue. Yeah. We can oh, freak, we can, my God. We Let's could, do this. Let's do this. Can we have a Godzilla themed barbecue joint? <laughs> oh, we do. We just go to I'm Toho. Down. They have Godzilla land. Gentlemen, Wait. Boo, I, I feel we have an idea. Get oh, Netflix yeah. on the call. <laughs> no, no, they're going to Godzilla on Netflix. And they'll probably sue us for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then they'll charge us like $9.99 a month. Exactly. All right. $9.99 a month for your own idea. Yeah, yeah that, that sounds like Netflix. <laughs> I believe it. So, oh. going back to the last 40, 45 minutes of the movie with the freaking babies, I just want to ask, like, they're strong enough to bust down the doors but not strong enough to go through some blinds? That, that's a good point, because it is very confusing how strong the baby Godzillas are. 
Because at one point, they're as vicious as Jurassic Park Velociraptors, yeah. and then they're scared off by falling chandeliers. Yeah, I was well, thinking I think that, too. That <laughs> was different. It's this big, loud noise. It's, yeah. You know, let me, let me back away from it. But also, they're trying to evade all the baby Godzillas. You're in Madison Square Garden. There's locker rooms. There's merch. Why wouldn't you sm- change your fish-smelling clothes? Oh, so right. they, you know, well, I mean, throw the clothes around so you kind of, you know, throw them off your scent a little bit. I don't um, think they could afford Nick's jerseys. You know how yeah. much they are at Nassau Square Garden? <laughs> My word. Well, this oh. is 90s money. It's not like yeah, now. True. But 90s right. money, money was, was worth more. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think that would have helped. I mean, it's funny because when the elevator opens, it's like, what's up? Dinner? Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that was... I remember that from when I first watched it, and I watched it, I'm like, why? I'm like, who is he talking to? The Godzillas don't understand him. There's nobody else. Like, it makes no fucking sense or whatever. It's like, it's it's like a, it's like a stupid fourth wall joke that, like, you know, just, it fails. It it doesn't work. Bad joke. There's a lot of bad jokes in this movie that don't work. Um, What is it? It's like the the only people that die are the Frenchmen. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. That seems racist to the well, French. Exactly. Do you feel offended as a French person? Yes, I do. Hold on. We. Then, <laughs> we, we, we miss you. Uh, going back to how strong the Godzillas are, when the elevator door is closing, Nick pushes one out with its Oh, foot. yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, that, that thing is trying to come in and get him. It's going full force. They also make a note that they're supposed to be like nine feet tall in the yeah. broadcast. About over nine right. feet, give or take. And I'm like, Matthew Broderick could 1v1 one of these things. <laughs> oh, I, I think we're okay, boys. <laughs> Dean, can you 1v1 a baby Zilla? If Matthew Broderick can, I think I can. Yeah. Goddamn. <laughs> I'm, at at least a foot taller, I'm at least a foot taller than Matthew Broderick. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's the thing, because the, the CGI falls apart here right because right? we have parts of it that are the puppets when it's close up and then when like we see them out the eggs yeah when they're popping out the eggs that's all puppetry yeah. but then when we see them having to like run and when they're running um on top of the gumballs i'm like i don't think their feet are touching the ground anymore <laughs> i literally think that godzilla is floating as it's standing there <laughs> okay so in that scene um i was watching it and i had to like go back a few times in the background you just see one godzilla just kind of like jump over another like how kids will like one trip and then it's like the other one does like a superman jump over uh-huh and it's like very quick but you can see it in like the background of it it's just like one because they're like yeah well, why why is the cgi doing those things because they're they all move in this scene really wonky and herky jerky and it's why is all the under... scene home alone that's also true. And yeah. why is it all under fluorescent lighting? It like the the lighting, how they're moving, the whole concept of it is so weird and awkward, and it goes on for so long. How long are they in Madison Square Garden? And uh, is anyone like got a shot? Forty minutes? Thirty? Like, An eternity? Um, too long. Yeah, yeah. Too, too long. long. About six minutes. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Bullshit, yeah. sir. This, this did anyone else feel like this movie was too long? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, last night when I well, I, I made sure to watch it before this discussion, this podcast or whatever. I was like, oh yeah, I can watch it. Godzilla, probably like an hour and thirty minutes. I pulled it up on HBO Max. It's like, two hours and eighteen minutes. Thank you, like, Reggie. That's I, how I felt last night. Exactly. Like, are you kidding? I started this like nine thirty. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna yeah. be watching this all night. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Gre- Greg, what about you? Did you remember this being this long? No, as a kid, I thought it was shorter. <laughs> Bro, I was I was the same way. I turned it on and I was like, 
halfway through, I'm like, oh, we're almost done, right? Yeah, they're chasing him. He's falling into the water. Yeah, yeah, they're going to bomb him. And we got 20 minutes after. There's an hour left of this fucking movie. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is worse than, what was it, Halloween Ends? <laughs> yeah. We went to go see Halloween Ends in theaters. And as we were walking out, and I'm like, man, it's still kind of kind of bright out. That was a three-hour movie, though, right? Oh, no, no, no. We, we got in, and it was bright outside, and we left, and it was pitch black outside. And Dean's like, yeah, you know, we've been gone for a long time. And I'm like, dude, it's not even seven yet. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, we were in there for hours. I'm like, it was like an hour and a half. Jeez. And I'm like, this movie's, you know, 218. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it feels like like Ben-Hur. <laughs> it is so, it feels so long. I saw your story this morning, Reggie, oh. like, watching it, and I was like, oh my God, he stayed up all night watching yeah. the movie. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> like, poor thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's, there's so many things that are weird and wrong with this movie. Like, the acting's really, the acting's either awkward or bad throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, how does uh, Animal's wife not know that he's gone oh, for yeah. that long? Exactly. Let, let's be honest. I don't think she cares. <laughs> well, I mean, after he inviting wasn't... you know everyone in the neighborhood into their oh, home. Yeah, it's kind of sus. <laughs> she probably <laughs> lost him in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Right. She was like, "Where's my husband?" Dah, I don't know. I got weird hippie dude in in this apartment <laughs> for some reason. There's some weird background actors in this oh, movie. Yeah. There was. Oh was yeah. Like, who's? What are these people doing? Oh, I invited the neighborhood in. Why? <laughs> also, weren't you guys supposed to be evacuated at this point? Yeah. Well, they're in Jersey, so. Oh, that's uh, right. That's right. Uh, wow, I've offended all of New York out there. Jersey, New York, basically the same thing. Yeah, basically the same thing. <laughs> I see corporate wants you to identify the picture. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're the same thing. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Also, I just want to talk about like the military headquarters with Major Hicks and the other two scientists, Craven and. Oh, Elsie. Yeah. Yeah, Elsie. Yeah, they're not that major within the movie. It's like, oh yeah, we have a few scenes to like the two other scientists. Hicks, is, I kind of get it. He's like the head man in charge. Right. He's the only one who I kind of found confident. I yeah. I kind of get what you're what you're throwing down there. Yeah. Like yeah. the military for the most part is represented by Hicks, and that's and and, and O'Neill, right? Yeah. Right. And it's like. They're half the fucking movie. Yeah, and there's like a couple, like a couple scenes. Where like it looks like a general, and there's an admiral or whatever, you know. But they're oh. like, yeah, like they come in like here and there, or whatever. Don't worry, son. The Navy oh yeah, yeah, got a surprise for him, for him like, whatever. What? You should have. You, there shouldn't be any surprises for the Godzilla or the when you tell the military. You should just say, "All right, general, we're just gonna drop a, about two hundred bombs on New York City and there ain't gonna be no Godzilla left. Exactly. We're yeah. gonna have Godzilla steaks like champions after this. <laughs> That's right. Always trying to eat Godzilla. Godzilla jerky. Godzilla Godzilla jerky, Godzilla hands, honey baked Godzilla. There's a lot we can do with this Godzilla. Godzilla, Godzilla with bacon. Uh but yeah. Um Godzilla any- Pozole? Oh, yo! Can, can, I you, that. can you hold on, me some hold on. Godzilla Pozole? Godzilla Bundikas. Oh my I'm, I'm, I'm getting kind of hungry now. <laughs> You're not the only one. All, all right. Anybody else have any final thoughts on Godzilla before we go get yeah. Godzilla steaks? Yeah. Well, yeah. you brought up the side characters Craven and Elsie, and it was yeah. weird because it seemed like for when Elsie meets uh Nico or whatever, 
Like it's it, it seems like they're trying to build it. Oh, they're going to end up together because she's like, yeah. oh, so you got a you got a girlfriend? No, it wife. wasn't like a wife or something. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's just like so, and he's just like, oh, uh, no, uh, no, didn't see anybody. Like, just like, well, why do you ask or whatever? And then yeah, was, she's like, oh, okay, good, like good to know or whatever. I think, <laughs> happens. Well, <laughs> she is written out of the movie so goddamn fast. Well, her and Craven. Yeah. She ends up kissing Craven at the yeah. end. Which and then funny, she's like, that be... doesn't count. Yeah, 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 no, no, that was a mistake. Like, you see Craven's like, oh, yeah. really? <laughs> and she's like, oh, no, I regret my whole life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that, whole, that whole sub thing about the movie, because it's it, I think it really wanted to try and get Nico to end up with somebody that was not Audrey. Right. And then they just chickened out. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes oh. sense. Like, no, she has to end up with the cute, he has to end up with the cute blonde girl. Yeah. This is racist against redheads. Cute, yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. yeah. It and it's funny because in the cartoon, Elsie, Audrey's kind of like a side character, and Elsie, because they're like a team or whatever, Nico and them are a team. Oh, yeah. And so she's like Aim, the main girl. Aim or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, and do they end up together? I don't remember. No, but, she actually starts, like, I think in like later seasons, she starts going more towards Craven. Oh, okay, yeah. I have to revisit yeah. it, yeah. But, yeah, exactly. It's just, she seems like. The girl that Nico's supposed to end up with, you know, just it, like yeah, it really looked like that was the route they were going with, but then it's just oh, again, you make a U-turn and go back left. Exactly, yeah. Probably again, that's probably Emmerich and Devlin going. No, 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 it has to be. He has to end up with Audrey or whatever. The blonde, yeah, yeah, the blonde. Roland Emmerich is like, look, we must have him end up with blonde woman. Yeah. Well, why, Roland? Do not worry about it. It's okay. No reason. No, no, no reason at all. He had to end up with blonde woman with blue eyes. Yeah. I, I, I have no idea where Roland Emmerich is from, but that, that tracks. I think name he's, like Roland. No, he's German. He's German. That's right. Oh, this, yeah, there the you go. I was, gonna, I was like, why is he using a Russian? Wait, hold on. Are you sure he's not Argentinian? Oh, yeah, he's Argentinian. <laughs> Boys, we're in the dark days. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. So, um, before we do leave... Um, I want to talk about the final Godzilla chasing, where oh, they're in the taxi. Lord. Yeah, how do we miss that? I I we wrote, missed a whole, I whole wrote, lot of stuff, and that's for the best. Yeah. Yes, I I actually made a note about this because when I was watching the movie, I was I was watching the final chase, and the only thing I had was time to see who is faster, Godzilla or a New York taxi. <laughs> <laughs> it's the taxi. It's always the taxi. Yes. Because Dean Devlin made a point when he was like writing the movie and doing the production stuff. He wanted Godzilla to be this animal. He wanted it to be so different from the original Godzilla. He wanted very unique, right? Which right. I'm like respectable. He wants a very Americanized like Godzilla for his vision. But the one thing he made note of, he didn't want a slow-moving, meandering monster Godzilla. He wanted a fast Godzilla. He wanted this thing to be able to move like 200 miles an hour. Fast, agile, deadly. And it can't keep up with a with a 1993 <laughs> New, York, New taxi. York taxi. Probably not even a 1993 taxi. It's <laughs> probably an 80s taxi. It really is. It's an 89 <laughs> fucking Lincoln Continental. <laughs> My whole point is, they get trapped in, what, one of the subway tunnels? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. just like, God, like, oh no, I can't get I, to him. I'm trying to reach. It's like, you could dig. I was thinking that. I was like, yeah, he just dug through the sewer, Madison Square Garden. Why yeah. the hell is like, oh shoot, like, subway tunnels, my only weakness. Fuck <laughs> convenience. I forgot <laughs> I could do this. The biggest sin of this movie is the sloppy script. Yeah. The that. biggest sin of this movie is the sloppy script. <laughs> 
So you didn't like the Back to the Future nod with, or the Back to the Future nod from the ride, where you know the taxi's in his mouth. And oh, like, oh yeah, oh. let's drive out of his mouth just like in the ride. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! No also, comment. like how we get. I, I didn't <laughs> relive my childhood. <laughs> You're going the wrong way, man. Oh my god! <laughs> that was that little scene. I did chuckle. So it's like, would you shut up? Yeah. <laughs> the the only laugh in the movie. The only laugh in the movie that got me. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it to the guy who's worked in on a comedy TV show for 20-something years to actually make me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and the only way they get out, oh, I'm just going to shock his gum. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh. Also, I just want to point out, the Brooklyn Bridge is suspended <laughs> pretty high up, right? Yeah. I actually looked up a picture of the Brooklyn Bridge <laughs> and how Godzilla was holding on. No way. Greg did research. Yeah. I did because Godzilla would have to be holding on to the lower level. But even then, his hands should have just gone straight through. He looked like a diglet popping out of the Brooklyn Bridge tunnel. Let's try to eat them. And then also he just jumped straight up onto the bridge. I'm just like. Looking like a raccoon running through the bridge. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, exactly. what is going on here? What's even funnier is that he jumps above the first archway, but yeah. then goes through the second? Yeah. And that, he gets caught in the cables. Yeah. That was really weird because it goes with the same thing where I don't know how big Godzilla is because he's able to run pretty briskly on like the two lanes of the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. And then he gets caught and then suddenly he's as big or bigger than the Brooklyn Bridge and he's all tied up in it. Yeah, right. I think that's because the what the cables caught in the spikes preventing him to like really push forward. Well, well, I get that, but from the start of the chase, his feet are only big enough to fill up like one lane. Yeah, and at the end of the chase, his feet are filling up four lanes each way, completely block the broken bridge. Yeah, the, his size, his scale, everything is so awkward, and it feels like you had a hunt. Okay, actually, this this leads me to a good point. Okay, this movie cost... How much do you guys think this movie cost? Uh, Top of your head. I think we talked about this already. Oh, yeah, that we, probably we, we did. In our, oh, God damn. Okay. Our okay, hold on. Reggie, how much did you think? I think I heard it was like 130? 125 million, 125. right? It's a $125 million budget. They all know it's going to be 90% CG, and this movie looks so fucking cheap, mm-hmm. which yeah. is astounding. And... You know, the movie comes out, and it, it makes money, right? It's like $400 million at the box office. How the fuck does this make $400 million at the box office? <laughs> um, does anybody want to... Probably Taco Bell ads. Taco Bell, you That's led right. us astray once again. <laughs> or, you know, a movie was called Godzilla. Right, and, exactly. You know, let's go see Godzilla. And exactly. We what? did not see Godzilla. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know what we saw. Yeah. And uh, just that whole death scene, too. Just like two sets, three second set. Fourth set of missiles. Oh, my left side. Oh, my right side. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like, when they shot the same missiles at the Madison Square Garden, the explosion was much bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we hit Godzilla. Poof. Poof. That's what it felt like. Right. They're like, oh, hey, he's bleeding. Oh, I guess I did damage or whatever. And then he just kills over. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so everyone, I guess that's Godzilla '98. Anybody have final final thoughts on the movie, Reggie? Well, final thought um, on it. So, I mean, I, I after all this smack, I've ta- we've talked or whatever, you know. I gotta say, I don't think it's a terrible movie. I, no, I I've seen, fun. I've seen like 
I've seen way worse. I've seen Garbage Pail Kids. Oh. oh. I've seen The Room. Oh. I've seen... I did not hit her. You know, oh, I've seen mine. Howard the Duck. This is not in that category. That is not. This is not in that category of films or whatever. It is. Pretend it's not Godzilla. It's it's a fine movie. It's it's a fine monster movie. Yeah, it's a dumb nineties uh, enjoyable nineties movie. Fun dumb nineties movie, yeah. you know. And just like yeah, you can just laugh at the stupid jokes or whatever, you know. And just um, yeah, and then enjoy the. Um, the effective scenes, the few effective scenes there are, or whatever, and yeah, I'm just like, oh, okay, just yeah, just go with the mindset. It's a pretend. It's not Godzilla, you know. It's fine, you know. Otherwise, yeah, you have a good time, good rainy day movie, you know. Yeah, I got. You got two hours, to, two two hours and eighteen minutes to kill. <laughs> yeah, I think if I had to put it on a scale of one to ten, I'm not putting it as a one, because there's honestly worse Godzilla movies out there, like Son of Godzilla, ah, <laughs> uh, and uh, there's another movie out there that. I, cannot remember and i think it's the best i don't remember it <laughs> like those two movies i consider one i think godzilla 98 might be like a two two and a half at most mm-hmm. oh you're, you're oh in the godzilla canon you're just like this is really low but it's not the worst yes like mm-hmm. like i said there's two other movies but it's still not the best and like reggie said just treat it as a monster movie not a godzilla movie you're good miss boo you know, it, it's a 90s movie. It's a 90s action monster suspense movie. I mean, I miss Chonky Godzilla most of this time, <laughs> but, you know, I'll just go back and start, you know, all the Godzilla movies. Because I, <laughs> after this, I'm like, you know what? I think I need to watch some classic Gojira. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I'll even watch Pee-wee's Big Adventure when he oh, crashes right. the Godzilla set. The- there's Godzilla and Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I've been trying to get you to watch that movie for years. <laughs> I may have to see that just to see that scene. Gre- Greg needs to complete his Godzilla continuity. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it involves Pee-wee in a sled with Godzilla. <laughs> that sounds magical. It, it is. Has... It's it's beautiful. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, not a terrible movie. Just, yeah. Yeah. Eh. What I, about you? I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. Um yeah i'm i'm reggie's boat here it's like i've seen bad movies i've seen worse movies than this the only thing i i think this this movie's cardinal sin is that it's really boring when it's a disaster movie right and it's like i this is like whatever it's like a five out of ten i give it like a two and a half out of five it's like so medium there again there's scenes in here that work there's scenes in there's a lot that doesn't work I think this works really well if you're like a little kid. Yeah. Like as a, as a little kid, this is what it's aimed for. Oh, it's big, loud noises and fun, lowbrow humor. That's going to get you through it. Right. But yeah, right now I'm like, nah, this movie kind of (laughs) sucks. All right. So, so this Godzilla wouldn't recommend, but what's a Godzilla movie you would recommend to somebody out there who wants to get into Godzilla? Well, again, somebody who wants to get into Godzilla first time, um, no frame of reference, no, knowledge going in king kong versus godzilla not kong versus godzilla godzilla versus kong which came out a couple years ago king kong versus godzilla from 1963 it's the og it is the third movie in the franchise and it is just just a lot of fun you know just exactly mainly like a franchise exactly yeah it's a comedy but uh, it works unlike this movie you know like if it you never heard of godzilla or anything i honestly say you gotta start with gojira the very first one from 1954 but like you kind of seen it, and it's like, oh, what's another good movie? And get ready for this. It's a tongue twister. Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidorah, giant monsters all out attack. 
that's, that's a lot of words. Yeah. It is. is it's that a what lot. Movie? <laughs> yes, it is a movie. Dean, it's the one of Ghost Godzilla. That's right. That's right. Be impressed. I knew he was going to say yeah. that. There's Ghost Godzilla. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's the oh, yeah. one who got possessed by uh, the victims of World War II from the Japanese. Did he seek your revenge? Yes. I'm so confused. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go home and watch Godzilla. <laughs> well, everybody, I guess that'll be it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Where can they find you guys if they wanted to see you? Uh, oh, well, so I, Dean mentioned, I work at the Frida Cinema as the content editor. If you want to follow me or keep up with what I'm doing, contact me for other reasons. The best way to get a hold of me is um, Reggie the Writer on Instagram. Um, no caps, just Reggie the Writer, R E G G I E, and the Writer. So, yeah. And for me, I mainly. Post on Instagram, mainly memes and whatnot. Uh, it'll be Agent Kelly, no, Agent underscore Kelly 21. And I guess the same with my YouTube channel, which I am trying to branch out with so far. All right. Um, but, Miss Boo, where can they go to listen to more Film Club podcasts? If you want to listen to us on a different platform than you currently are, you can find us on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Yep, you can go to our YouTube channel, The Film Vault. That's The Film Vault on YouTube. We release video versions of our podcasts. And if you wanted to follow us on social media, you can go to... The Film Club Podcast on Instagram, where we post daily stories, uh, upcoming episodes, bonus episodes, trivia, and our daily adventures. And with that, ladies and gentlemen... We'll see you next week at The Film Club. Have a good week, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.